Happy Tuesday. Good afternoon. It's time for your favorite pop culture hour. Welcome back to TLR. This is episode 15. And in the words of Eric Bischoff, I'm back. I'm excited to be here. Uh, as always, I'm one of your co-hosts, Joey Carney. With me, as always, the great uh, diva incarnate Isa. I am so excited to be back. I'm so excited to be talking to you. A quick shout out to Sean Rostop for last week, uh, covering for me, uh, doing an awesome job. And uh, yeah, welcome to TLR. Issa, how are you? I'm doing good. How was your birthday? It was very, very uh, eventful. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I went to Canada for my birthday. I turned 30. Yeah, I turned 30. <laughs> turned 30 on Sunday, and uh, we went to Canada, did a snowboarding trip. And first day on the mountain, I sprained my ankle. It was no, yeah my my foot got loose. I guess like my my boot broke off mm-hmm. my board, like it wasn't connected properly, and my foot got loose from my board. And it was everyone's waiting for me like somewhere, and then they see snowmobiles going. And my dad called me. He's like, "Hey, did you get hurt?" I was like, "Yeah, but it's not me on the it's not me on the uh, the snowmobile," but uh. <laughs> Yeah, so I couldn't do the show last week on Tuesday because Tuesday I was supposed to come back on Monday. And then Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, because I live in New York, New Jersey, it's like a six or seven hour drive. So we ended up driving back Tuesday morning. Okay. Uh, but it took like nine hours because we have the dogs. So we have to stop. And like, so I could not be here, unfortunately. But I did watch the show last week. You and Sean did an excellent job. And again, thank you guys for, for doing that. No problem. So many things to talk about this week. Yeah, there's a few, huh? Yeah, I was looking at a bunch of topics, some that you sent, some that I found, and then I just like kept finding topics, and I almost set myself down a rabbit hole looking for different things. Um, I do want to start mm-hmm. off with uh, paying tribute in a, in a way, uh, sending our condolences to the Presley family, Lisa Marie Presley, uh, the only daughter of Elvis Presley, passed away at the age of 54. Went to cardiac arrest. Um, my birthday is January eighth, the same as same as Elvis. Uh, so my life has really been heavily influenced by Elvis and the culture around Elvis. So I'm very familiar with Lisa Marie Presley and uh, a shame, so young, like just heartbreaking for our family. Very young, very sad. Um, I believe there's a lot of reports out there, but. She lost her son, if I'm not mistaken, and a lot of people say she yeah. just never was the same after that happened. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it brought me memories of Anna Nicole Smith because I also think she was never the same after her son passed away. Um, yeah, it was it was very sad. I have a couple of years on you, um, and it always brings me back to that moment of her showing up at those MTV Awards with Michael Jackson and how bizarre that whole thing felt and their marriage. And I, I, I remember that like if it was yesterday. And I, I almost forgot she was married to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> like I, I, I always associate her with Michael Jackson. So um, it's very sad news, especially I feel like she was still so young. Yeah, she was, uh, again, yeah, 54, still very young. And she was married to quite a few people. She was married to Michael Jackson, Nicolas Cage. Um, there was some outside celebrities that she was married to. Um, but I was listening, I think it was uh, Sharon Osbourne, who was doing an interview talking about her. And she made the reference that she was just surrounded by so much death in her life. Like, 
she lost her father very young. I believe she was like nine or so when, when Elvis passed away. Um, And then her son passing away a few years ago uh, by suicide. Um, The only grandson, by the way, of Elvis Presley. So um, that she never recovered from, but also uh, Michael Jackson, a former husband of hers, uh, just a lot of people in her life passing away. Um, and it really being in her face all the time, like you can't get away right. from it. Uh, right. I always then- thought she was so understanding. I don't know what kind of relationship they had, obviously, but I always had so much respect with the way she treated Michael, especially during the time where the relationship, you know, kind of became public. Yeah. Just because there were so many things going on. And I don't think we'll ever hear really, you know, both sides yeah. of every story that you hear out there about Michael Jackson. But it really felt when you saw them together, like she was a safe place for him. And I yeah. do think he needed that at that time. And nobody's going to understand growing up a celebrity because Michael Jackson was a celebrity since he was yeah. little, more <laughs> than Lisa Marie Presley at that time, yeah. you know. So I always had so much respect for her. For the way she always treated him and the way that she really, as far as I know, never heard her speak negative about him. No, I never really heard heard her speak negative about anyone. I mean, she was I know. she was in the news majority of her life. Um, and she had a short run uh, with her music career. I mean, there was a few songs like Lights Out or Idiot that I was very familiar with that I, I enjoyed listening to. Uh, yeah. Very pop, pop, uh, like punk pop rock kind of music um and she had a little bit of that elvis in her voice which is pretty cool she did uh, she did but i can't imagine the pressure of being elvis daughter trying to go into the music industry like that had yeah. to be crazy for her i think that's why she she kind of stepped away from it because then too. she ended up doing like duets with like uh elvis's like songs and i think that she just it, i don't know i i wouldn't be able to handle that pressure i don't know what it would be like to be in that situation you know, your, your father being Elvis and trying to follow in his footsteps, but regardless, uh, you know, it's, it's a tough, yeah. Thing. Um, yeah. but in lighter news, uh, one of our favorites, Jeremy Renner, uh, announced that he is at home recovering, um, after a very scary and serious, uh, snowplow injury. I was reading reports that people were saying, I don't know if you saw, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think they were true, but people were saying maybe he, he almost needed like his leg amputated and all this crazy stuff. Like that. It was a really serious injury. I don't know how true that is, um, but it was just something that I was seeing, but uh, yeah, Jeremy Renner back at home recovering. Good news. I remember seeing the, po- the photo that he posted and he looked like he wasn't in, in good condition and he didn't sound like it on the beginning, yeah. but like you said, it's, it's hard to know the extent of the injuries, but obviously in ICU and he was in the hospital for quite a bit. We first reported this, what, over two weeks ago. So um, he's just now getting home. I'm just glad that he's home and hopefully, you know, nothing like this happens again. (laughs) Yeah. It's a, it's a, one of those crazy, but very serious injuries. I'm not even sure what exactly, I don't think there's any like story that says what exactly happened that he was just involved with a snowplow. Um, and I saw pictures of a snowplow. Maybe it was just for clickbait or whatnot. But I don't know if it was. No, the, he posts he posts videos and pictures, I guess, on his stories and all that Got on it. his property, being kind of like in the middle of nowhere. He does his own yeah. plowing and all that. And he was very. I do remember recalling seeing stories from like days prior, and it was very snowy. 
I, yeah. I'm terrified of driving on the snow. So I don't even know how some people live in areas like that. And how do you even try to get out in that? It's difficult. Today feels like a snow day here. <laughs> it's 82 degrees here. Oh, send it my <laughs> way, please. Start blowing the air this way, please. <laughs> 20. It was like 50 degrees this morning and it went down to like 40. I think now it's like in the low 30s. I don't know what happened. God, the weather there is so bipolar. So like you can yeah, get it, up and, and layer up and then it's like 60 degrees outside. You go out yeah. light and it's like zero degrees. Out. And it goes from like that to like crazy in like a five minute thing. Like it's, it's, it's insane. insane. I think it's like that everywhere. So I had that happen just yeah. here the other day. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I look outside. It looks nice. Get dressed to go to the gym, go to open my door and it's pouring. Like uh, hurricane rain. And I'm like, you know, that like you lived in Florida. I'm exactly. like, where did this come from? And I don't look at the weather anymore because I also yeah. feel it's so unreliable. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, I think yes, yesterday, uh, around 8 a.m., it was like 29 degrees out. And then around 1 o'clock, it was 54. I don't know how it can jump that high. It made no <laughs> sense. But like what we talked about previously, like so many people are getting sick because of that. And it just, it's a reoccurring cycle. It's, it's freaking insane. Especially in that area that you're in. I feel every time I talk to my friends in that area, they have some kind of flu, a cold, or they're testing for COVID thinking they got it again because of of, of the symptoms that they're experiencing. It seems like it's been like this for a couple of months. And I really do blame the the shifting weather. Yeah. I felt like death from like Christmas up until right after (sighs) New Year's. I don't know what I had, but like, it was like, it was lingering. It would not go away. It was Oh, it was bad. Um, but there's a topic that I'm very excited to talk about um, because I just love this person so much. Um, but before I do that, uh, everybody listening and watching right now, if you can, please, if you haven't already, uh, subscribe down below to the Know Your News channel. Um, and you can like this video and comment down below um, and send in your super chats. We're going to be reading uh, a lot of your comments on the air. We want to engage with you. A lot of these uh, stories are are actually all of them are uh, really engaging and we'd love to hear your thoughts and your feedback. So please, if you haven't already uh, subscribe down below and uh, send us a super chat. Yeah, we do this every Tuesday at the same time usually. And we, we just love if people can subscribe. You can also become a channel member. You'll get some special emojis in there. I believe my face is one of them. So <laughs> make sure to just uh, support us because I think this channel is, is, is growing and it's going in the right direction. Yeah, and I really do see this channel, not just our show, but all the other shows combined. It's becoming like a really friendly, like fun community. I, I know yeah. a lot of the other uh, podcast hosts. I've gotten to know you very well. I see a lot of reoccurring names in the chat. Uh, we see here what uh, was it says Lego Brick Collector. Hi, guys. Have an awesome show today. Uh, let's see. We see Jerry. Jerry Winters says, hi, Isa. Uh, Hi, Ricky, I, I remember seeing Ricky before. Hi, Ethan, Joey, mm-hmm. happy Tuesday. Uh, what does it say? Young, yeah, uh, young Cho. Know, yeah, Young Cho, 15. I know that woman on the right. She's a Roman Reigns fan. <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, her, her dog, her dog will, will be very, a little biased for that. <laughs> yeah. Name my, do- name my dog Roman. It's yeah. funny too because it was like back when Roman was the big dog and Roman being so tiny, I just felt like the yeah. irony was just, it was meant to be, you know. <laughs> and by the way, I saw I have to point this out because I I love following you on social media. You post some of the greatest stuff that I that's out there. I love seeing your dad with the Universal Championship belt 
Um, and then making reference to Roman, it was just, it was hysterical. I had, I thought it was one of the cutest moments because I had that built up in my New York area, you know, apartment. Yeah. And when I came back from going there for Survivor Series and all that, I was like, I'm going to bring the belt. I want it as a background. It's a beautiful belt. It was gifted to me. And it has the Roman, it actually has the Roman Reigns plates on it. And yeah. I didn't realize that my dad has never seen, you know, like, or been close to one. And he's a big yeah. sports fan. He watched wrestling with me. So it was funny when he walked in and he goes, oh, my God. Like, he had a little mark out moment. And my dad's oh, 67. I was like, how freaking adorable is this? Because, you know, we do this. We get used to it. We attend events. Yeah. We see the fans. We see the belts all the time. So you don't realize, like, the shocking factor of somebody that likes wrestling and never seen one. And the fact that he was like, I'll take a picture so I can show my coworkers. I was like, this is the <laughs> cutest thing ever. <laughs> it, it reminds me of when uh, I got my first replica belt. I think I was 12 or 13. Like I was, it was right around the time where the spinner, the John Cena spinner belt came oh, out. Yeah. And I Classic. was fangirling over that title over John Cena. That was like the peak of my, uh, my wrestling fandom. And <laughs> I remember for my birthday, my parents surprised me with the spinner belt. And it, that to me, I think it was the greatest gift, even till today. I just hit my 30th birthday, and that is the greatest <laughs> gift I've ever received. Like, surprise oh. factor. Like, it was, like, crazy. And I remember my dad being like, this is really heavy. Like, just seeing everything. Yeah, that's what my dad said. Yeah. My dad was like, oh, this is heavier than I thought. And I'm like, what is a replica? It's, like, close to the real thing. I pulled up the website, showed yeah. him how much it cost. And he was like, well, do you think whoever gives that to you? And I'm like, of course I did, you know? Yeah. Then we went into a conversation of, I was like, oh, my God, Dad, imagine Roman has to carry two. It's got to be so heavy for him. Yeah. And Daddy's like, I'm sure he's okay. And I'm like, yeah, yeah he is. But <laughs> it, yeah, was, Ro- it was Roman's- cute. It was a cute moment conversation with my dad that I just completely forgot because he kind of like set up your background and you forget that they're there until somebody points it out. The way that yeah. he got, I'm like, here, you can pick it up. You can touch it. You can touch my belt. <laughs> yeah. I have a, my favorite, I know we're kind of going off on a wrestling thing here, but quickly, right. <laughs> I have a, I have quite a collection of replica belts that I've collected over uh, forever. Um, but I have the United States Championship, which is my favorite championship. And that's the one I go around getting signed by people. I, I had it signed by Carlito. I just went this past weekend uh, and met Mr. Uh, Kennedy and had him sign it, which is pretty cool. So that's, I like to like, now I'm seeing like, like as an adult, I'm using them as like, not toys. Right. <laughs> right. And now I'm getting them like signed different things. And uh, no, it, it's, it's cool to see like that transition. It was really funny because I never had one and I never thought that I wanted one. And then yeah. when that one came to me and it was a complete surprise and it came to me and I loved it so much. And now I have so many more that I want. And I'm like, when did this happen? It's an addictive yeah. thing with this replica belt. <laughs> yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, but back to kind of what I was talking about a little while ago. I see, uh, what, is it? what are you right? Uh, M. Rouse, Kennedy. Ken- <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I just interviewed Carlito, by the way, here in, in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Uh, he is the, he's, he's a cool dude. He's a cool he, dude. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. I I had him on my show, I think, like a year or so ago. And then I met him late last, or no, like summer of last year. And uh, he recognized me when when he signed my belt and we were talking a little bit. And it was like, that was the first time that I met a wrestler, like in person. And then they recognized me yeah. from from the show. And I was like, oh my God, that, that cool, coolest thing. The guy is so cool. It- 
very down to such a cool moment. We need to get on one of our channels and talk about all of this because it's there's such <laughs> cool experiences. <laughs> yeah. um, but back to kind of uh, you know pop culture stuff. Um, I'm very excited to talk about this topic uh, and this person. She is my childhood crush, and I will say that forever. She never went away. Uh, Miley Cyrus putting out a new song, announcing a new album. Uh, the song is called Flowers. Um, have, you had a, have you had a chance to listen to it or see the video? No, but the video showed up on my recommender, and I saw how many views it had in, like, 24 hours. And I was like, wow, I guess, like, people love her. She's never been... My cup of tea with music, there was a couple of songs that I liked. I liked her doing her wrecking ball, I'm going to do whatever I want yeah. era. There was something about the rebelling against the Disney image that I just absolutely yeah. love. Like, let her be herself. She's a grown woman now. She's not Hannah Montana anymore. <laughs> um, but no, I have not had a chance to listen to this song. I'm not like a big, like, I, like her music is, is good. But like, that's not why I like her. I like it just because like, she's been my childhood crush since I was, I don't know. It went, from Topanga, it went from Topanga yeah. to Miley Cyrus or Hannah Montana. <laughs> you know what's funny? She has one of those songs. Like, you ever go into your guilty pleasures or, like, yeah. you know, like, those things that people don't expect? Like, yeah. I know Seamus asked on his channel, like, what's that guilty song that you have on your playlist that you don't tell anybody about? Every time Party in the USA comes oh. out, I comes, I pop a little bit and sing it. I'm not even going to lie. It's so cheesy. It's so dumb. But every time I yeah. hear it, I'm, all, I'm jamming to it no matter what. It's one of my guilty pleasure songs. <laughs> oh, there's a few on there. Uh, the Climb, too. You, that song comes on. I'm, like, belting in the car. <laughs> uh, Party in USA. Yeah. Wrecking Ball. But this yeah. one in particular uh, is creating so much buzz. And I'm not sure if you heard anything about the song or anything like that. Um, so the song is a very similar version to Bruno Mars, uh, song. Um, what's the, I, don't, I forgot what it's called, but the one is like, I hope I, uh, want to buy you flowers and hold your hand. And, uh, oh, when I was yeah. your man, when I was your man, yeah. I have to like sing the song in my head to like get the, the name of it. <laughs> um, but basically it's like a remix version of that where she switches the words to her point of view. Um, Oh, I need to go listen to it like yes. now. <laughs> so, yes. So, apparently, this song, well, the Bruno Mars version, is the one that Liam Hemsworth dedicated to her at their wedding. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, there's lyrics that she put in the song um, about them obviously breaking up and how she can buy herself flowers, she can hold her own hand. Very empowering like woman empowering or relationship empowering song um she's a savage though for the music video for what she did uh oh i need to go watch it now you're yes. killing me <laughs> so basically she is dancing around the house that they lived in together where apparently he cheated on her with 14 women she's wearing the suit that he wore at the wedding and she is just like doing her own thing, swimming in the pool. It is, I got chills just talking about it. It is like one of those songs where she's like a savage. She's I like, I can it. love me better than you can. I can buy myself flowers. Like it's one of those songs that's just like, it's blowing this up. This sounds very uh, Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River vibes. <laughs> yes, but it's up. This is an upbeat one. And a lot of people are right. digging into the clues. Some of the lyrics are like, we built a house and we watched it burn down. 
because like their relationship fell apart, but right. also they had a house in Malibu together that burned down when yeah, there, was fire, there was a fire there. So there's a lot of different things that people are picking up, like a bunch of Easter eggs, a bunch of different stuff. Now that you know what's about, when you see the video and you hear it, you're going to be like, damn, she is a savage. Like, And she released a song on Liam Hemsworth's birthday. I know, I knew that. I knew that. I knew Boom! That. <laughs> um, I am a huge fan of this because I am, yeah. um, I'm not a feminist per se, yeah. but I'm the kind of person when it comes to relationships that I will tell you, material things are nice. I don't care. I can buy my own stuff. I, I actually yeah. sometimes hate when people buy me stuff. I'm like, you need to be in it for the moments, for the loyalty, for the love. I want to need and want to be with you not to like I'm, I'm sorry i want to be with you not need because of the things that you give me and this and that yeah and i think that a lot of times people are gonna assume oh it's liam helmsworth like he's hot and they're rich like there's no way that they're not happy oh yeah there is and and he can still go and break he just said she's your childhood crush and you yeah. got this guy that everybody thinks is so perfect breaking her heart and it, it will be a lot different and that's the thing in the past and i even brought up jt a lot of the times we saw the guys throwing yeah. the shade at the females in the relationships when things went wrong. I yeah. think there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with the females doing the same thing. To give you a, a, an example of it, Shakira's new song is also Yes, I heard that too. And it came just, out, yep. Came yeah, out around, came the, same around time. the same time. And it, it's crazy, the story of Shakira. And it's just, you're just going to be like, how do you cheat on Shakira for Christ's sake, you know? But uh, but it's just, yeah. I am here for the females also airing out the laundry in what happened. Because a lot of times people don't, we don't know. We don't know what went on. And we're not going to know. It's like he said, she said. But this is a creative way to express yourself. Go for it. Yep. And apparently now, at least I've seen on my TikTok, there's videos popping up now. Where like they're on, uh, Miley and Liam are on like red carpets together, and you could see him mouthing to her like "Stop it, behave!" Like how he was very rude to her and different things. And I'm like, I didn't know about any of this before. Like now that the song is out, this is it's just a crazy like this. I this love that too because like, she's she's a wild like not not a, a wild spirit, a free spirit. I guess is the word yeah. that I'm looking for, and that is something that I can relate as a woman. I, I'm very. You know how I am. I'm very unfiltered. I'm very yeah. comfortable with the things that I do. I and and I don't mind putting myself out there. And that yeah. is a behavior that there is not a lot of people are not okay with with women acting that way. And and to me, it's crazy. I'm like, it's 2023. Let us let us yeah. be ourselves too. And I did see some of these TikToks that you're talking about, and it was crazy because he came he came off so controlling. And back yes. then, we just thought they were such a perfect couple that you would have just never in a million years figure out that that is what was going on and that he will force to change her. You meet a person, you fall in love with them that way. Don't try to change them after you're in. Like, that's not how it works. <laughs> and what's crazy about the whole thing too, when they first were together and they broke up, the media labeled like her as the issue. Like, oh, she's too yeah. wild for him. He wants, like, it's just too much for him to deal with. Crazy. He was the one that brought the 14 girls home. Yeah, crazy. In their house. <laughs> It, uh, you have to you have to see the video. Well, did, like, you, did you see the story? And I didn't have time to send this one to you, but the way that Shakira found out that her soccer player husband cheated on her, I saw the story today, was because she came back from a trip and her strawberry jam was eaten. And she said he's never in his life oh, touched man. the strawberry jam. And that is the first thing that gave her suspicion that something was going yeah. on. And I'm like, 
how crazy is it that that is, you know, the sign of, of it. And then she must have gone on FBI mode because she discovered it all. But that's how it started. Yeah, no, I'm seeing in the chat here. Joseph Boza said, uh, destroying exes seems to be uh, to be in right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 People are, com- <laughs> people are coming for their uh, for, for their part of the part of the pie, I guess. But right. um, yeah, no, this this was just. Creative, I, I need to go see it. I creative see it. genius, Miley Cyrus is. And I think that her album uh, is coming out. It's called like Endless Summer something. And it's coming out in March. So uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Very, very cool stuff uh, from Miley. But uh, on to the next topic. I think you're going to like this one. It's a little funny or it's a little scary. Not. It's a, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll go. You can tell me. Okay. I'll, re- I'll read the title to you. Okay. It's called Gun Toting Toddler. Uh, a toddler apparently got in, got a hold of its parents' gun and was wailing it around and pulling the trigger and pointing it at itself. Uh, and apparently the dad was neg- uh, arrested for neglect. Yeah, <laughs> they were caught on video apparently uh, on like a on like a ring in front of the house. I, I don't know if you saw this article, but. I, I came across it searching for things to talk about this week. I didn't open it. I saw the headline and I was like, that's all I need to know that that, that went to jail because yeah. there's, there's a lot of, I, I don't, I don't like guns. I'm not a gun person, no, you know, neither. however, I understand everybody has the right to whatever they feel they need to have in their house for protection or for whatever reason. But then you also have the responsibility of knowing how to handle these things. You know, I, my mother was a correctional officer, uh, fun fact. That's why all my boyfriends were scared of her. But she, she had a gun handed to her because of her job. Yeah. And the, the first thing that she did was sit. I remember I was very young and she sat, me and my sister told us what it was, told us what it could do. I could never tell you where she kept it, you know, but yeah. she, we knew that it was in the house. And then she did the responsible thing that even... So she educated us so that we wouldn't be curious about it. She still did the right thing of, of putting it somewhere where, uh, yeah. where we wouldn't find it. And not only that, she educated us on our age. We were young, like I said, to, to get us to the point that we would never be curious about what is that thing? Let me go play with it. Like there was never that fact because she sat us down and knew how to talk to us. And I feel like if you want to have your right to bear weapons, like they say, America, then you also need to to accept the responsibilities that come with that. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned something very important, and that's the key: like teaching and 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 being knowledgeable on guns and gun safety. If you're going to have one around, that's your choice, regardless of whatever the case is. Be responsible and, and understand and, and be knowledgeable in what you're carrying. But the article here says, uh, according to CNN. Uh, the kid who was in diapers, so he's got to be young, uh, pulled yeah. the trigger. This is all on the on a, on a neighbor's ring camera. Was pulling the trigger, and it's likely that the gun didn't go off because there were no bullets in the chamber, although 15 rounds were in the magazine. And he was pointing at himself. He was pointing at other, like, just as a toy. He didn't know any better. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> of course, everyone calls. Uh, and it says that um, who uh, news reported that the boy who appeared to be a toddler or of preschool age finally went yeah. inside in, into one of the into one of the apartments after just like whirling that around. Yeah, unbelievable. I remember um, 
there was a famous salsa singer. His name was Hector Lavo from Puerto yeah. Rico. And um, his kid, a lot of, we were just talking about parents losing, you know, close ones and not going back to the same. I also believe that really affected him, but his kid passed away by an accidental gunshot playing with a gun that they had in the house with his friend. And that's how his kid ended up passing away. And this is back in like, like this is like probably before I was even born when this happened. But it's yeah. crazy how far back you hear the stories and some of the kids that have been arrested or like there was like recently a story in Michigan. I don't know if you remember where the parents like gifted the kid the gun for Christmas and he took it to school. And then the, the school tried to call the parents and the mom texted afterwards and said, don't get caught next time. He ended up shooting, yeah. uh, shooting people in the school and then they arrested the parents as part of or, or assisting with this, you know, with this issue. Yeah. And it's just like, if you want to have, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And I think the key is in the education. I, I will never forget how the conversation that my mom had with us and how we were never curious about it. That that was the end of it. That's all we needed. It was a nice sit down. I'm going to answer your questions. I'm going to tell you how dangerous it is. And I'm also not going to tell you where I keep it. Yeah. It's not that complicated to figure it out. So I would assume that the parents should be arrested in this case. Yeah, no, the, the father was arrested for neglect, and I'm sure there'll be other charges as well. But mm-hmm. uh, this is a scary situation because, like, not only for the kid, but imagine, like, someone was just walking by and this kid's wailing this gun. Like, what would happen if this child in diapers shot and killed someone by accident? Like, I'm assuming that the parent would, would be charged. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that would work, but... But it also goes to tell you, like, even the the neglect of, like, having it around and all that. It's like, how, how does the parent behave? How mature are you? And that's where yeah. I questioned. The, I know it's an open right, and, and that could be a debate that goes on all day. But that's why I questioned the, the, what it takes to be able to just own a gun. I will never yeah. forget. I think that was a big culture shock for me when I first moved to the States. Going with my ex to a Walmart and he's just buying a gun at a Walmart. I'm like, that's not how it works where I come from. Okay. Like this is, this isn't how we should be. (laughs) Crazy. I remember that being, having that in Florida as well, where it's a, it's an open carry state and I, I think the responsibility here is on the parents and not only could he shot somebody by accident, this little baby could have killed himself by accident. And, and, it's it's a very sad and yet terrifying story. You're absolutely right. It's not funny. It's actually quite scary because you never know how many kids are out there that know, have access to it and, and accidents happen. Yeah. And like Joseph says in the chat, education is the key. 1000%. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is all about being educated at the end of the day. It's all, it's all it is. Um, but another topic, uh, one that you brought um, in regards to Britney Spears. Oh, I have the tea. Um, yes, I'm, I'm so glad you did. So glad you do, because I don't, um, I just, I read the article and I was just, this is crazy. I saw, I saw the videos and there was something that yeah, the but kid, the, yeah. he's, uh, oh my God. So TMC yeah. reported, I'll take over on this one. Do it. TMC puts out this headline and you know, I'm a big Britney stan. I probably bring as many Britney news as you bring Kardashian news. That's just <laughs> what we do. And, and, and I do have a very clear understanding that Britney's not necessarily okay doesn't mean she doesn't yeah. need to be happy I don't think she's all there right that that don't I'm not going to defend her that. for that right 
But I read the headline and it completely breaks my heart before I even open anything because the headline says Britney Spears has manic episode in restaurant whose husband storms out. Yeah. And there's video. And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm, I don't want to open it thinking, I, I don't want to see Britney like that. And then I opened the video and it's literally people recording her and her trying to cover her face as she talks to the bodyguard and the waiters and the waiter. That's it. There's no manic. There's no Britney going crazy. There's no, sto- there's no storming out. Later on, we find out um, from Sam, her husband, who I still, I don't trust. I'm 50-50 on Sam, right? Yeah. But I, I he said, know. him and Britney went into this restaurant. Everybody started invading their privacy. Yep. He stepped out to go get the car. There was no storming out. She wanted to go. So he went to get the car to pick her up in the front, left her there with the bodyguard. There was no manic episode. There was no freaking out. Husband didn't storm out and left her there. And this is like one of those examples of fake news. And this is why some people have such a different point of view on Britney Spears. And she's crazy. Keep her in the conservatorship. No, I would be upset if I'm going out to a restaurant for the first time in months. Last time we talked about it is because she hadn't been seen. We don't know if she's okay. There you go. That's why Britney doesn't go out. That's why she goes to resorts and, and stays in places where food gets brought to her room and all that, because this is what happens. Yep. Because people know that she's not okay. They try to capture that moment. They try to they get that moment. It. And it's just, I was very upset because I do go to TMC every week before we do this show because a lot of yeah. pop culture news will pop up there. Yeah. But I feel like this is like, a, I don't want to sound like a conspiracist, but I'm gonna, like, I feel like the media is just out to get her sometimes with the way they word these articles. And I see this interview by her husband later on where he was like, you guys are ridiculous. I was getting the car. I didn't storm out on my wife and left her behind at a restaurant. She was not having a manic episode. None of that happened. She just wanted privacy. And the most upsetting part about this whole thing is that the restaurant didn't stop all of their patrons from videotaping Britney. Yeah. Yeah, someone in the restaurant should have done something. Mm-hmm. Yep, or Agreed. moved into a private private spot or whatnot. But you know, this is like a reoccurring thing that we're that we see in Hollywood. It, it happened with a lot of big time celebrities like Marilyn Monroe uh, and other people yeah. of that of that stature, where the media capitalizes on something that, like for example, Britney having mental health issues. The media just pounding that down to make it worse to make a profit and these things don't end well uh they end very tragically and from the way that this is being presented like it's just going downhill it doesn't look like like this is a very it's a sad situation yeah it breaks my heart as a big fan of the free britney movement i followed it i was i was here for it and what a lot of people don't understand is that Britney was being taken advantage of by her management team and her family. Oh, Britney, Britney's still in a conservatorship. Britney, like I said, I know she's not all there. There's still people managing a lot of the things that she does. But if you keep doing these things, you're setting her up for the other for the people that took advantage of her to say, Hey, look, we told you she's not okay. Let us let us handle this thing back because the judge can reverse any decision right away like free britney doesn't mean that britney's out there doing what she wants it she just has more control of her life but this is gonna end up like you said in a situation where they put her back with her family they they were they were having her locked in mental hospitals taking lithium and medications that she didn't need at the time because she didn't want to work like it's insane the whole story is crazy and i just feel like the media is just out to get her and it's sad because when britney first had all of her mental breakdowns, it was because of the media. It was because of paparazzi. And you will feel that now she just turned, what, 42, 41, 42 in December. 
leave her a break. You've been harassing this woman since she was like 15 years old. <laughs> yeah, they harass her even when she's not out in public. And now that she's attempting to get back to whatever a normal life is considered for her, they just, they, they are savages. Not in a yeah, good, it's not just, a good way. It's just not fair. And Brittany went on to like uh, post it and delete it on her Instagram, you know, about how ridiculous that was. And I'm glad that her husband, um, did you know spoke out and say what really went down because yeah he didn't need to if you watch the video if you take the time to actually click on the article and watch the video you will know that it was a false headline but if you don't you're walking around thinking oh my god Brittany's now going crazy in public and that wasn't the case here and it was it was very upsetting yeah and you know what in regards to her husband like he's got nothing to lose because he's not in her position he's just there so for him just to, to kind of clear it up they're not going after him they're gonna. Right. They're probably gonna turn it around and say that he's this and he's that and he's bad and they're trying. Do to you trust him? Um, I know. I know rarely anything about him. Um, they. I, you have to. They really... brought him. They brought him in as a, as a as the leading man in one of her music videos. That's how they met, yeah. and they've been together ever since. But. I feel like he cares. A lot of times he gives the answers where people, I feel like people just want him to just have her all over his social media 24 yeah. seven. And he said, no, I'm not going to do that. He yeah. attends a lot of events on his own. And when he's asked about it, he always responds. She went to red carpets her entire life. I'm not going to force her to. And the yeah. questions that get asked, like I'm sure it's a very rough situation for her yeah. to go out because everybody's going to ask her, how are you? Are you okay? Are you sure? She doesn't need to hear any of this. So, I feel very 50-50 on him, but I do think he legitimately cares and loves her. I do think yeah. that. Well, to to really put yourself in that world and be around her the way that he is, I mean, you really do have to care about somebody because that is it's 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 a lot. And it not everybody lot. not everybody would be up for that, even loving someone, you know? So I, I love that you brought that up because I recently watched a YouTube excellent documentary, but it was about people that are in relationships the, the documentary covered people being in relationship with people with mental issues or addiction issues things that are like beyond their control people that ended up having to leave these relationships not because they didn't love the person but because he was taking a toll on them you know trying to be there or because they felt like enablers because they cared too much and it was just something that i just really appreciated because you're absolutely right there's no way you're going to be around this situation with somebody that you don't love or care about because it is, yeah. it is very, very challenging. Yeah. And for those listening right now, we're not talking about Kevin Federline. We're talking about, uh, Brittany's recent husband. W what's his name? I don't what know. is he? Sam. I can't pronounce his last name, but yeah. I know his name is Sam. Uh, but the thing of it is Brittany also has a, we just talked about Lisa Marie Presley. She has an extensive love story. Like yeah. you have Kevin Federline, the 55 hour marriage, you have Sam. And there's at least, I believe, five engagements outside of this. Yeah. Like, Britney, Britney's romantic life is quite interesting. Hey, but Kevin Federline's the only one to beat John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent point. But I also don't like the way that him and the even the kids. And the yeah. kids speaking out is great, but I don't like um, how they kind of, like, turn their back on her. And, and you yeah. don't see her pose with the babies, which makes you wonder, are they letting her see them? Do they, do they want to see her? Because, again, they're young. And dealing with somebody in, in, in a 
in a compromised mental state can also be stressful for the kids. Yeah. But it's also like don't don't compromise her either. Like she 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 doesn't need any more people going against her. And I'm sure they get a very very nice paycheck from them from her every month. So you're well taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> what it is also her entire family is like literally against her. So the children see this and they say, well, do we go with the majority or do we go with her? They don't know any better. So they're just they're. It's a sad yeah. situation. It is a sad situation, and it feels like. That was my first, my first girl crush was Britney Spears, and Britney was everything to me. And it's just funny. I sometimes I text my childhood friends, and I'm like, I miss normal Britney. You know, like I'm like I because I knew I was obsessed with her, and I just hate seeing everything that she's going through now. And I thought the free Britney movement was just gonna be able to give her a better, easier life, and it just yeah. seems like it's even worse for her now. It just keeps getting harder for her, and it's just. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. And it's crazy to see like all the people that she came up with, like they're like living their lives. They're, they're like left alone. Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake. And she's just. Justin Timberlake just recently apologized for the ways he handled that whole thing. Like maybe like a year yeah, because ago. Everything came like, out. He, he wanted to cover like, his ass. Yeah. I was like, you P.O. And I love JT. I was an instinct. JT was my favorite, but I was like, you P.O.S. Like you dragged her, mm-hmm. cut her a sheeter, made a crappy music video about her. And now you want to apologize? Like her getting in that relationship is really one of the starts of the media going crazy over her. It was when her and JT got together. She kind of went against the grain, and that's when they turned on her. Yeah, Yeah. but yeah, you're right. A lot of people that came up. uh, I think there's a a few people that still really have her back. I know Paris Hilton is always like hanging out with her. They always comment on each other's stuff. So there's still a handful of people that that try to be there. And and I I, I love that for them, for her to have like some kind of support system. Because I feel like rich, millionaire, super famous, it has to be lonely for her right now. Yeah. But I mean, having Paris Hilton have your back, I mean, sounds sounds pretty cool to me. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, She's awesome. Yeah, Paris Hilton. Um, But in other other news... um, Nikki Bella is uh, back in the headlines, and I have to add her new the new show Barmageddon on USA Network that comes on after Raw uh, with Carson Daly and Blake Shelton. Mm-hmm. I love her in that role. She's great. I don't know if you've seen it. She's no. a great host. She's done an excellent job from that show. She's gotten a lot of praise from that show. Uh, she'll be on Raw next week for Raw Thirty. Her and and uh, Bree, the Bell Twins, but uh, she has a new show coming out. On e, I think it's e e network, whatever. Yeah, where they they show her whole wedding and everything like that. Nikki Bella says I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nikki Bella says I do. Well, apparently, according to the news, Nikki Bella hasn't said I do, and this is crazy because she's put out on social media that she has that they are married. Uh, her and Artem, uh, Artem being uh, dancing with the stars like a megastar. Um, but there's a report saying that there's no public records of their marriage. Yeah. And you kind of had to register to be able to be legally married. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell is going on here. Um, what do you, what do you think? What do you, what do you I have think a lot. I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, they did get married in Paris, but there is also legal things that have to be registered in order for you to be legally married in Paris. Um, and a lot of United States couples would just marry here in like a courthouse and just have the actual ceremony overseas. I've seen that done a lot. 
So, I mean, it's a show offered to you on E, which he has history with. Do you, do you create, a, 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 I don't want to say a fake wedding. I, yeah. I think marriage half of the time is paperwork. I'm a big fan of commitment ceremonies. Just go yeah. out there, proclaim your love for each other in front of your friends. If you really love each other, no paperwork is needed. That's the way that I see it, right? Yeah. Um, but it just makes you wonder, you know, there was like a big thing. I, I love what the Bellas have been able to do and how they've been able to transform yeah. into everything else that they've taken on outside of wrestling. Uh, I mean, it's, it's incredible. But I remember the whole thing with John Cena. And I feel we were just talking about relationship, people breaking up, not being handled the right way. I always felt like John Cena might have not been the one with the commitment issues in this relationship. <laughs> and a lot of people crap all over John Cena for that when this man is sitting there proposing to her at WrestleMania, giving her a beautiful ring that if you watch the history, the thoughts that he put into that ring was insane. Like the stones represented something. Yep. He even said he would reverse his vasectomy. Like, I don't think that John Cena had an issue here. I think the issue was somebody else. And when Arden first proposed to her, I, yeah, I'm a big fan of these shows, obviously. She wouldn't <laughs> wear the ring all the time. Yep. And now this coming to light, it just really, really makes you wonder, was John Cena as crappy as we originally thought he was when Total Divas was out? Because I feel like half of that was scripted for television. If you watch wrestling and you watch Total Divas, you will know how scripted that show was. Yeah. So when John Cena made her sign a contract before she moved in, <laughs> I personally think that was all a storyline like that really yeah. that's not how it went down that yeah. man will leave her a rose in her closet every morning before like she left even if he wasn't in town like he, I don't yeah. I just don't think that that's the kind of guy that he was and that's how he came off so I'm like what's the person with the commitment issues really John Cena in this relationship yeah. hmm. we saw him change <laughs> he changed a lot over the like the series of those shows where he was like like if you walk into this room, you have to be dressed a certain way. Don't don't touch this. Don't do that. And he ended up wanting to change all this to be with her. And she was like, okay. Yeah. And then she's like, never mind. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Like, a lot of people yeah. don't talk about it. Like, with the person that she ended up with, no matter how it ended up being, was somebody that she met while she was still engaged to John Cena. Like, there's so much drama if you look deeper into this. Like, you go watch her season of Dancing with the Star and John Cena sitting on the front row as she's dancing with this guy who she's gone on to marry and have a kid with. Like, it's awkward, yeah. you know? But I can see a, <laughs> excuse me, marry for TV and we'll, like, do it legally whenever we can get to it. Yeah. TV networks have, they're going to they're gonna help you with certain things, but they have a certain timeline in which they want to get these shows out. Think about it. You just mentioned the show that she has out, which is quite popular right now. So, of course, E will want to air around the same time when she's being talked about. Therefore, we got to plan it at a certain amount of time. And that might not be what worked out in her schedule. They might or they might be legally married and it's something that happened in Paris and we're just not researching it enough. I don't know, because I feel like when the Internet want to find something out, they find something out. Yeah. But, yeah, of course I will get married for TV and not necessarily being legal. It doesn't make me yeah. question her relationship with Artem. They clearly love each other. They have an adorable child. Yeah. Like they're not gonna go anywhere, so I don't I don't really care if there's paperwork to it. My my takeaway from this story is that I feel like John Cena just looks so crappy when he's the one who went on, got legally married, and he's living his best life. Like I don't think John Cena ever had any commitment issues. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy to think too, like if you look at Artem, like Artem had to come in in like a very like it must have been very hard for him to adapt because like 
her relationship, Nikki Bella's relationship with John Cena was very public. It was all over their show. And then he comes in out of nowhere and he has to kind of like live up to the expectation of John Cena. But not only that, of like what she wants, because everybody under the sun knew what Nikki Bella was looking for because of what happened with her and John. So for him to come in and kind of win her over, I mean, props to him because he, he, not a lot of people would put up with that pressure. Yeah, but not just win her over. Know that you're getting in a relationship in which I want to have a baby right away. There's no time to like think about these things. These are not like decisions. This is something that you got to make sure you're really in love with this person because you're in it forever no matter what. I know divorce exists and all that, but it's like you're talking about a baby together, you know? So I I like them. I think they're okay. I don't have a problem with it. I think marriage is paperwork and it's yeah. just all a TV show at the end of the day. Yeah. Joseph says in the chat, what? Joey, what are you talking about? She took his last name. They got married in Paris. Listen, I didn't write the article. I didn't you write realize the how many people go by certain names that are yeah. not the real legal names? And yeah. if she took his last name, then there should be legal paperwork filed for it that just hasn't been found. There's no legal paperwork filed at anywhere within the United States. And I would assume Paris that says that they're married or that she legally goes by that name. Yeah. And for everybody in the chat right now and who's watching, I urge you to find the truth on this because this is just one article um, that was found for the yeah. show. So, I mean, there's a there has to be some sort of truth out there. So I urge you to find that, bring it to us uh, either while during the show or, or next week on the show. And uh, we can publish. I, I also don't think that Nikki needs to come out here and show her marriage certificate. Or no, it's, it's nobody's business, no. you know. So yeah, there's a there's not just one. There's a handful of articles that I found stating the same thing. But oh, wow. at the same time, she has to she has to protect her privacy, and she doesn't have to prove anything to any of us. Nobody's yeah. relationship is is needs to be proven. I just found that interesting that there's gonna be a TV show surrounded a wedding that is maybe yeah. not legal. Yeah. But you never know. I Like I said, I'm a big fan of commitment ceremonies. I think a lot of couples just exchange vows because they love each other without the, the legal attachment to it. It doesn't mean they didn't get married or they're not committed to each other. And I did see in one of the commercials for the show, I believe it comes out, uh, Nikki Bella says I do, is like January 26th, I think it comes yeah. out. And one of the commercials that I keep seeing, it's a reoccurring one, it basically it, it, it like previews that Artem is a runaway groom yeah did you see that yeah so i mean <laughs> i don't know what's going on here uh but either way i'm excited listen she got what she always wanted she wanted to be a mom she wanted to find love and have a family and and kind of like what brie had and she got that so you know i'm happy for them to see where they came from like people always crap on the bella twins like they, I, they were my the favorite everybody yeah, they were my favorites, but I would always respect what they've done and what they represent. Yeah. Their fan base is insane. I it's remember insane. going to um, Evolution Revolutionary, and it was like crazy with Nikki Bella fans. Like, like seventy five percent of that crowd was like wearing some kind of Bella gear. Um, they're very good with their fans, and like I said, they transcended into other business. It's it's very very smart what they did with their brand. Yeah, without the Bella twins, there is no Total Bellas. There are no uh, Total Divas, and Without those shows, I'm sorry, but a lot of people uh, who may not know wrestling don't know who Natty Neidhart is, don't know who Trinity Fatu is. There is a lot of different people on that show that people – that they became mainstream yep. in a lot of ways. 
Um, a lot of people who didn't know who Daniel or Brian Danielson was. <laughs> I I loved them in the show. I actually you know? loved their. I love I love them as a couple. I always yeah. thought they came off so genuine. The way he proposed, like I the episode where he proposes to Brie, and he's such a nervous wreck. And they're in the middle of nowhere, just the two of them. And you see this man be so confident in the ring, cutting a promo. But when it comes to like a real life situation, yep. he was just such a wreck to like propose to her. It was adorable. <laughs> I don't everything in that show because I always felt like I told you the vacations were scripted. Everything was yeah. scripted. The one thing that always came off so genuine to me was Brie and Brian, and and I yeah. absolutely love them as a couple yes uh why you, di- you didn't like uh lana and and Paige having all those uh wars <laughs> no there was a couple of seasons that total divas lost me and Jack. i can understand yeah i know why total divas just did the total bellas and kind of like got away yeah. with total divas i also remember certain people like the four horsewomen saying i'm never want to be on that show and people questioning yeah. why like you know um but i i it was a fun guilty pleasure i had a hard time watching it because it was edited so differently than yeah. the real stories that were happening or you could see how far behind they were on the airing where you're watching wrestling in real time and they're talking about something that happened in the ring yeah. six months ago and you're like wait that happened forever ago yeah. but it was such a big movement for women and, and for wrestling it really brought a lot of casual eyes and sometimes yeah. When we talk about what we do with people, a lot of times I don't know what you're talking about, but they say like, "Oh, I watch Total Divas." Yep. <laughs> like if I if I had a time for every time I heard that, I'll have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I don't it's know crazy. anything about wrestling, but I know Total Divas or Total Bellas or you know. And everybody talks about the men in wrestling that went mainstream that were able to do all these things yep. or or break into a different industry. And then women don't get talked about. And I think the Bellas are huge when it comes to females in WWE that went on to become a brand on their own and become big. They're a lot yeah. bigger than what people give them credit for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they, like we keep saying, they changed the game in wrestling mm-hmm. for everybody. They, they, they were, there was obviously other people before that to come before them to change, but they, they made women's wrestling mainstream, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and and, it's, and they're incredible with their fan base as well. They're very in touch with their fans. I've seen them meet a lot of fans on multiple times, and they're always so nice to them. Like, I I have a lot of respect for the Bellas. Like, when it comes to ranking my favorite female wrestlers, I actually, Nikki Bella, I think, improved so much. Like, when so she much. saw that the game in the, in the ring was changing, 180. she adapted to that. And the fact that this woman had that neck injury because of the rack attack, because she's picking up this woman, and she was like, it's a, it's a weird line because she was so sexy and beautiful. But at the same time, Nikki Bella was strong. Like, She's you didn't want to mess with her, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and I just always remember giving her so much respect for adapting, for saying, oh, okay, these women are going to step up their game. So am I. And becoming yeah. somebody that people could go on and have incredible matches with. She can't, she, that match with Rhonda, I loved it. Me too. I think it's one of her best ones. <laughs> and yeah. the whole meaning behind being fearless and the whole brand of the Bella army and fearless. I mean, she like transformed everything. Like you saw her go through this transformation with her body because of what people were saying about her. And she just built this brand, this, this personal brand really. And she just changed everything. And I don't know. She very, very respected in my opinion uh, for someone to, to build a brand like that, get over and then leave on their own terms and go be successful outside. Mm-hmm. Very, very, it's incredible very and they deserve more credit and people need to just stop finding headlines to just crap on them about like we're done with those days yeah 
Now on uh, to the last headline we have for today. Um, this one I kept uh, to myself because I wanted to see Issa's reaction. We talked about it before we went on the air. I told her, I said, hey, I want to keep this one as a surprise. I want to see your reaction. Uh, and I'll read you the title and I just, I'll get your reaction and we'll talk about it. Okay. It is titled, Police are searching for a man who attempted to abduct a barista through a drive through window. What? <laughs> the man is described as having a unique tattoo on his left forearm that appears to read Chevrolet. What? This gift keeps getting worse. Police are searching for a man who attempted to abduct a barista through a drive through window in Washington. Yes. They uh, oh released God. security footage of the incident. It occurred on January 16th around 5 a.m. As the barista hands the customer his change, the man forcefully pulls the barista's hand, the video shows, and attempted to drag her through the window using a looped zip-tie device. But the barista was able to fight him off the guy. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm sorry, but do you want to know what I just thought about? Huh? Do you, um, one, of, one of my favorite comedy movies, but do you, do you watch Borat? Oh, my God. Finally get to Pamela Anderson. Yep. Yep. Oh my that's that's actually that's actually hysterical. That is for some reason that is what came to my brain. I'm sorry. Oh man. So I need to watch Borat. It's been too long since I've seen it. So what do you what do you think about this one? I mean it's scary, it's petrifying, um it's insane. Nothing surprises uh, me anymore at this point, but this one caught me off guard. I was like, what? Like, there's cameras everywhere, obviously. There's multiple, there's people working, there's people in cars. Like, you're not getting away with it. Like, no. <laughs> what do you? I don't know. You know what? I'm going to be very honest with you. Not only, and I don't really want to take it in a comedy standpoint, but I be on TikTok. We all are, right? Yeah. And I go crazy watching the TikTok of the people that go through like Starbucks drive through to, to order something stupid just to make a drive, like just to make a TikTok. I love those. I'm I like, I know, but I feel so bad for these baristas that I can't yeah. I can just picture them hearing this and going, oh my God, here we go yeah. with this BS again, you know? I don't know like, that they're, feel, they're, they're videos. Yeah, I already feel like Starbucks or, or baristas in general, like have it hard enough because if you're not a Starbucks barista and somebody's going to come and start order Starbucks drink, like you know how it is. But I, I don't know. I, I think um, it's petrifying. Like a lot of times people don't understand what some women go through. Like I know it's petrifying online. I've, I've experienced a lot of crazy things. <laughs> so imagine like having to deal with that in person as well. Like, you know, your already, job. I'm, I'm scared to like open DMs sometimes because of the crazy stuff that gets sent to me and said to me. Yeah. Imagine also having to think, oh my God, I can't leave my house because somebody's going to try to kidnap me. Like it's crazy. Like, Baristas already have it hard enough. Women already have it hard enough. Like, like, cut yeah. me a break on this. <laughs> what would you do if you if you're if you were a barista and you're handing your you're handing something out of the the drive-through window, and someone grabs you and tries to pull you in, like, oh, he, we're throwing hands. Yeah, I'm gonna grab the first thing I see and I'm gonna start punching you. Like, it's just, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going in, but I'm going in with some kind of defense, <laughs> and I'm gonna make sure that you know it doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's 
crazy. And, and there's a lot, not just the barista, there's a lot of people that try to fight people in the drive-thru too, like through the yeah. window. Like I've seen so many crazy videos that go viral because Maybe. of a crazy uh, drive-thru interaction. But I'm definitely going to make sure I defend myself. Um, I'm a big fan of women just not being scared. Just learn how to defend yourself. So if you're ever in that yeah. kind of situation, you know you know what to do. Yeah, it's. I was I saw this article and I'm like, like what what the hell is happening? Like now the world is crazy. We live in a drug, crazy world. We do, and it's like it's scary, but you can't. You it's kind of hard not to laugh at the same time. But like, are we right. laughing because it's funny, or are we laughing because it's just like, what else is there to do? I don't know that we have a response to some of these situations that people feel is normal and they can yeah. get away with nowadays. It's almost like, I don't know what we're supposed to do. You know, like, I, 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 but it doesn't, the sad thing is that maybe it's the New York in us, it doesn't shock me. I don't exactly. know if you can bring any kind of headline that I'm just going to be like, oh my God, I would have never guessed. Like, nothing shocks me anymore. And that's exactly. just the world that we live in. Yeah, no, this to me, this, I thought it was like a joke at first. I'm like, this is like, one of those wacky, funny, stupid headlines. And I'm reading this. I'm like, it's actually terrifying. And if I was in that position or someone I knew was in that position, like that is what it's the creepy. hell is happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So, uh, any, uh, I know we always end the show with talking about movies and TV shows and whatnot. Anything you're watching lately, you can update the people on. Okay, so last week I talked about The Circle, which Netflix is releasing on a weekly basis. They give us more more episodes, and I'm loving it. But I did watch something. I I, I don't think I have a day off until, like, February 4th, so it's going to be hard for me to watch anything. But I did watch the story of Kai. Do you remember that Hatcher, the Hatchet Hitchhiker that went I viral? Yes. <laughs> did you watch the documentary on Netflix? I started. I haven't finished it. I started to. I'm so I forgot about that guy. I, I me forgot too. about that guy. Well, Crazy. I didn't forget about him because I watch. We do need to do an episode where we just bring up ten like random YouTubers that we watch. But I watch yeah. a YouTuber uh, called Wavy Webster, and okay. he does like like crazy stories like that that went viral at some point that you might have forgotten about. And he has talked about Kai, but his video does more justice to what's going on with him than what the Netflix documentary did. Really? And I feel very yes because they didn't tell the whole story, and I'm not gonna sit here and suggested because i feel like what netflix did was just capitalize on him the same way that people did when he first went viral and you see a lot of these like hollywood people that knew something was off but they didn't care because they wanted to bring him on these shows because he was a viral star but the more concerning part about this is that the trial the the netflix documentary is like 90 minutes long they spend like about 70 talking about him going viral and, and and how crazy it was and they don't talk about the trial and he, the lack of, like, they hid evidence, this guy that, that, what happened with him and him murdering the guy that he ended up murdering, there was a lot of the, the evidence that was, like, covered up. There was a lot of, like, he said it was self-defense. They didn't give him a R-word kid. Like, there was, yeah. the judge was good friends with the with the guy that he murdered. Like, there was a lot of cover up. And if you look up the hashtag right now, people are just tweeting out the links to like what really, really went on. And he's been trying to, to appeal this case for a long time. And Netflix was just like, oh yeah. And then he went on, killed this guy and he got, and and he got sentenced to 57 years, the end. And he's just like, no, that's not the end. And I'm not saying that he's innocent. Like nobody's questioning that he murdered the guy, but he murdered the guy because of a situation that he said he found himself in. 
and they covered so much evidence, Joey. And it, 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 I'm gonna send you the link to the video that that YouTuber made. Yeah. Because he talks about both aspects of things. Nobody's saying that what he did was okay. Also, yeah. if one of these Hollywood people, when they felt something was off with him, would have tried to help him instead of just yeah. trying to capitalize on him. But there's just a lot more to this trial, and Netflix did not talk about both okay. sides of it. That's a shame. I know. I, I was hoping that they would go into because Netflix does that where they bring it like they did it with like uh what was the story? The guy that remember the one that was innocent and then he got out of jail and then he went back to jail again for murder making no it's not oh my god anyways the whole point is that netflix does a good job at telling you both sides of the story when they do true crime documentaries yeah i don't know that this was a true crime i think they wanted to tell the story of him when he went viral and then they were like oh and by the way this is what ended up happening to him yeah. after that like it didn't feel like it was his full story Oh um, man, that's a shame. I was gonna finish. Wa- I'm gonna finish. I'll, I'll finish watching it, but finish it. Yeah. But let me send you. I'll send you some links about like what really got covered up in that trial and how sad it is. Really. Yeah. No. Uh, I started watching this show on Paramount Plus. Uh, it's called Tulsa King. I love okay. mob shows, mob movies, those New York like Soprano type shows. I love those. Um. So this is a mob, uh, a mafia show that takes place in New York City however long ago. And the main character is Sylvester Stallone. And it is so to see him play a character like this. It's a very close, like it's like, it's Rocky, Rocky Balboa playing a mafia, like Lieutenant. This is, it's amazing. It's amazing. I need to see it. I need to see it. I want to see what he's like. Yeah. I love those kind of shows and I love him. Yeah. You have to see him all with like the, the talking of the hands and the Italian words. And it's pretty funny seeing him do all that stuff. But uh, oh, that's awesome. King on Paramount Plus, really good show. Awesome, yeah. That's all. That's all that I've been watching. I still watch the challenge. This season feels like MTV is really dragging it on. I feel like we've been on this season for the last year. Yeah. Um, but I just been very, <laughs> excuse me, very busy, so I haven't had time to like sit down and. I need a day where I just like sit in bed with my dog and just watch Netflix and yeah. and all my subscription services. I'm looking forward to The Last of Us, but I think I'm gonna wait until I can binge it. Yeah. I started uh I started last year and then I like lost track of it and I just finished it actually last night I watched the last episode of Suits uh the show that uh with Megan no. Murphy yeah <laughs> that was one of my favorite shows when it was on TV and I I started like rewatching shows for whatever reason um and I started watching that like I said last year and then I kind of fell off of it the last month or so I got back into it and I watched like a few episodes every night before bed and I finished it last night. Man, that was such a good show. But it's crazy to see the difference between when Megan left the show and how they picked up. Like you, you could feel that there was like something going on as to why, like just a different feel of the show. And with everything going on with Prince Harry and whatnot, like it's crazy how they they talked about it in the Netflix documentary and all of them, you know, the suits people being at the now wedding. Now the book is out. Now the oh. book is out, and people are just. Again, we talked about this two weeks yeah. ago, calling him out on a lot of things that he went back and said differently. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Like in the book, he said, the latest one that took me by surprise is, do you remember when he dressed up as a like Nazi, like a yep. Halloween costume? He tried to say that the brother uh, did William, it. William and Kate picked that out for him. Yeah. No. And apparently William <laughs> like pushed him down and cut his back and broke so, his necklace. Yeah. So he says that in the book, and he says that he was so hurt. But in the same book, he writes about how he was in the army, 
and killed i think it was like over 15 yeah. people while serving it's like so you you're able to do that but you can't take a push from your brother which we all get into fights with our siblings like yeah. it happens and I, i still don't believe the fight story but even if it was it's like so you're a big you know army guy that can go and and, and kill people which you shouldn't be talking about i never see anybody from the military just openly almost brag about killing people that's weird yeah. but you can't handle your brother pushing you the whole thing is weird I saw recently, I'll send, I have to find it and I'll send it to you. I saw a TikTok, unless you saw it already. It was uh, Harry and Meghan, they were on some red carpet. The Disney, what, a, a huge guy for Disney was there. I've seen it. And you see him, you see Harry going over to the guy and it's like, hey, like, Megan has done so much work. Voiceover work. Voiceovers. She would love Can to I do it with Disney. Get her a job. Jo- he was literally interviewing her for a job there. And she actually did some stuff on Disney Plus voiceovers. So it's just yeah. crazy to see like the craziness come out. Like, I don't know. It's Yeah, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that it's weird. It's weird. There, there's so many YouTube videos that I watch about this and how much he's changed too. And even his personality and the way he was portrayed to how he behaves yeah. now. If he's happy, he's happy, you know, but it just seems very, uh, it's weird. It's controlling. Like sometimes, like a lot of times, it just feels like he was out to get him and, and get all this fame and everything from him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it feels that way with a lot of the evidence that people put out there. Yeah. When we first started doing this show, we talked about how uh, there's so many people on social media who are like they're they're TikTok journalists and reporters now. And now I appreciate them because they bring out all this stuff, and it's like oh, no. I would, we would have never seen it if they didn't. So. Yeah. We criticize yeah. you, but also kudos to you. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times, and I tell people that it's like, yeah, I wake up and I check social media. I go into trending. I see what's trending in the world. I go into the news. That's how I find out my news. And same with TikTok. I, I do think TikTok has a good algorithm where it picks up on what you're watching and it recommends yeah. a lot of that on your For You page. But a lot of times these people bring up a lot of things that you don't see anywhere. Same with YouTube. Yeah. I watch so much YouTube, not just because I do it. I just think there's so many people out there pulling, putting content that is like better than what you see at some of these true crime documentaries that, that, that Netflix do or this and that. Yeah. And it's, I just find it so interesting that a lot of people that don't have the credentials yeah. are putting out better content. And if you look at it, there are networks that will kill for the views that these people oh, get. Like, think about it. When Coffee came out with that documentary about Logan Paul, which, by yeah. the way, he ended up apologizing. And I video. saw But when Coffee Select came out, that video had 2 million views in a matter of two hours. Crazy. Monday Night Raw doesn't even get 1.5 million, 1.6 million viewers in three It's hours. It's a 30-year running show. It's insane how much the way that we consume content has changed the game. Yeah. Where it feels like people sometimes ask me, like my sister is more of a reader kind of person. She likes to read and she's like, how can you be on youtube all the time i was like you'd be surprised the documentary the kind of work that people put in the news that you learn like it, it's insane yeah and now on tiktok i don't know if you've, if you've seen it but when you go to the search bar it gives you like trending topics that are going yeah. on right now. so you can just click yeah. on different topics that are trending and see what's going on it's becoming more of a news out i think in 2022 there were more searches on tiktok than they were google Yeah, I saw I saw a documentary about it too. How how many news broken through Twitter first before even a news like a major news outlet was reporting it because of people seeing it and tweeting. Oh, I just saw this. Like I think we talked about this before, but like the Boston Marathon was a yeah. big one that people tweeting is what actually broke the news. 
But it's insane the way that these things are, are working out to me. And I feel like people need to give content creators a lot more credit because they're pulling in the people, they're pulling in the audience and, and it's good stuff. I, 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 the one thing that I will criticize, I'm not a big Facebook person, not but anymore. another social media that's really losing me is Instagram. I just miss Instagram being pictures of people that I follow. My At this point, is like, if I, I want to watch or, or reels, and I'm yeah. like, if I want to watch that, I'll stay on TikTok. Like, yeah. I go to Instagram to really see pictures. Like, I'm like, I already have too many social medias out there with videos, you know? Yeah. So it's like uh, Instagram, I'm bigger on the stories, on watching stories on Instagram yeah. than I am actually scrolling my feed because half of the time, I don't know. A lot of times it's videos and I'm like, I don't, I, I, I my, my yeah. brain is, is, is wired to do, to, to open TikTok for that. You know, Instagram is for pictures and I wish they would go back to that. I feel like Mark Zuckerberg has really, I don't want to say ruined, but the way that Facebook and Instagram started to what they are now, it just feels yeah. so completely different. It's lost its appeal. Well, they're trying to copy everybody that's mm-hmm. under the sun. And well, yeah, became... I mean, you know, you can't blame people for wanting to copy TikTok with the amounts of users that they're getting daily. Yeah, but thing. keep it the essential part. I mean, like I go on my right. Instagram and it's nobody that I follow. I'm just swiping. I'm like, what am I? What the hell am I doing here? I don't. Even, I don't follow any of these people. I don't know what it is. Like, like where are the people that I follow? Like, where are my friends and my family and all this? Right. And to Mr. Mike Point in the chat, he said, "Well, Ross, three hours long." Uh, there's a content creator called Sophia. I can't pronounce her last name. She used to be on Buzzfeed, and then she ventured on her own. Yeah. She just put out two two videos this week, and it was like we stayed at every hotel in the Las Vegas trip. That that was about two and a half hours. Do you not think I sat there wow. and watched it happily? Oh, I did. It was great. So yeah. it's like it's not a matter of the length of time. It's the content that you're putting out there the because if you're putting something interesting, people are gonna watch it. It's the quality, yeah. exactly. Like it, it, as silly as it sounds, because like I stayed in every hotel in the Las Vegas trip. First of all, I want to do that. I always want to do that. Yeah. So like finally, somebody took on the. And they make it interesting. They edit it interesting. She's giving you the prices of every hotel that she stayed at. Everything, and I'm like, this is this is the kind of stuff that I can sit here and watch. And I remember thinking, wow, she put out two over an hour videos. It's so out of her character. I love them. Imagine the uh, the time for all that editing. <sighs> it was two weeks. It took two weeks. For them to do it too. Oh man, I know and how long it takes to do one video. I know that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I just edited a vlog for my channel, and I was like, I was up until like two a.m. editing this, and it was a yeah. vlog of one night. Imagine editing two weeks worth of footage, yeah. and they didn't stay at every hotel, but they did. So they would go check in, yeah. right? Like, they, let's say for example, they did like I don't know the these three that I buy each other: the Bellagio, the Caesars, and the Mirage. For example, yeah. they're right next to each other. So she would stay at the Mirage because I would be the further out because they did it in order and then crossed the street and then did it back, right? Yeah. So she, but she was checking at every one of them, go to the room, check it out, test the bed, find something to do at each hotel Man. and then go to the next one. It, it was like, I'm telling you, and That's it's like something, people might not even like Vegas, but even just the way what I'm describing to you, it's like, it was perfect. And at the end she rated, okay, these were the top five rooms. This was the top five attractions. This is what we did. I, I I was even like, please give me more content like that. Like I, I gotta that watch so that. Interesting. I love that I'll send stuff. you the link. I'll yeah, send I, lo- you the link. I love that stuff. Uh, but yeah, um, I think that kind of covers it for today. I mean, we we went through a lot, of, a plethora of topics. We got our our wrestling references in there. We got our no Kardashians. I'm proud. No, of Kard- I think this is the first episode. No Kardashians. No, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't bring Kardashians to to Sean Ross up either. But that's because yeah. it wasn't you and I. You know, that's our thing. How did he? How did he enjoy the show? I, I think I, mean, he liked I, I watched it. it, but 
seeing him yeah. go over different uh, pop culture stuff, I, I knew it was a yeah. good, good uh, getaway I, from wrestling. You know, me and Sean have been friends since like 2015. So yeah. I always loved talking to him. So it was it was easy to talk to him. It was just weird because we are so used to talking wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> it was refreshing. <laughs> he was he was pretty on point with some of the stories I was talking to him about. Yeah, I love I loved how he said uh he's 29 and <laughs> all that stuff he was talking about. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I I love that guy. He's such he's such a cool guy. Uh no, very cool, very cool guy. I love Sean, but uh, yeah, I think that pretty much uh, we even went over. That's how much I missed you, Joey. I mean, I love I Sean, good friend, but this is this is our thing, you know. Yeah, so. this is our thing, and uh, I'm glad to be back. I missed you last week. I was I was in the car driving, and I have like my phone out. And I'm trying to watch the episode, and as I'm going through, like I'm I was driving through can from Canada back to here, so it was like breaking up, and I kept losing signal. I was like, damn it, what's I got to see what's happening. And, it was i'm just glad you had a great getaway you know it was fun uh almost ended up in a cast but i didn't so and how was your birthday hello it was it was nice it was quiet i i'm saving my i'll probably do something and go out when i go to san antonio for the rumble i typically yeah. go to the rumble whether it's i'm going i'm going to be going for lucia Libre yeah. line so i'm going for work but I typically, because it falls on January, the Rumble is my celebration. Kind of, hey, you told me you guys always yeah. take a trip. I'm like, you know what? I take a trip. The only yeah. problem is that it's at the end of the month, so I got to wait a couple of weeks. But, you know, my mom and my uncle forced me out of the house, took me on a nice lunch, and then I did there a stream, go. and I had a lot of people show up, so it was like a virtual birthday party. It was great. I love it. No, I'm glad you had a, glad you had a good birthday. I, uh, I don't know if you saw um, on my Instagram, I, I did a... Uh, I did like a funny photo shoot. I have a friend that's a photographer. And we, we the went black out. balloons. <laughs> I loved it. I was so mad because I also kissed a decade goodbye. I was like, oh my God, I should have stolen that idea from you. It's, it is so good. We went down to Hoboken and we yeah, found this little beach area. And my friend's like, you should go dress in your suit with the balloons on the beach there. And people will just laugh because you're on a beach, but you got like New York City in the background. None of it makes sense. Why are you holding balloons? And it was just, it, it was a fun and time. And look on your face, like, like you're so sad to say goodbye yeah. to your 20s. It was, yeah. it was excellently done. I saw it on Twitter. I commented on Twitter. Uh, uh, you posted okay. a picture on Twitter as well. And I commented, I thought it was genius. I saw it and I was like, damn it. I should have thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we were we were like brainstorming ideas, and I was like, "This is hysterical! Like, what a yeah. what a great way to like peace out twenties, you know." <laughs> you did it excellently, yeah. and trust and me, I, your thirties are your best years. I told you that last week. Me that. It's the everybody's best. I'm excited for it, but uh, yeah, I'll let you go because I know we went over. It's almost four thirty, right? Oh my god, we uh, <laughs> a fun time, a lot lot to catch up on this episode, but uh, we had fun. And I want to thank everybody for watching and engaging in the chat. We had a lot of people comment today. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe and comment and send in your super chats. Even if you don't get to watch the show live, uh, you can go to kynchats.com or kynchat, I believe it is. Uh, mm -hmm. yes. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all next week. Again, Isa, thank you uh, for a thank wonderful you. episode. And uh, we will see you all next week. See you later. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.